wanna do you wanna hear some stuff from Frank? Yeah. I got some, I got some stuff I can tell you. You know, I was uh, I was thinking today, like the other night, I um, I was going down to the bathroom, and uh, I totally pissed off the bottle of sleeping pills because they were man they were sleeping and I walked in too loud and I woke them up and then it, well maybe it wasn't on me though because like there was some anti-diarrheal protest going on in that same cabinet so I don't know maybe maybe that woke it up too but they were they were mad <laughs> this is some standout stuff I'm trying out right now so uh you know if you like it give me a little chuckle <laughs> um <laughs> did you do you know what the q tip what the q stands for in the name you don't <laughs> it stands for quality <laughs> that's the truth man that's the truth look it up well, why don't they call them something like why are these things so fucking long if you're only supposed to use them for exterior cleaning? You know, maybe maybe that would work. But it's crazy because Q-tips always make me think, like, they don't have to be real long because you're just cleaning the outside of your ear. It's like eating with a fork with a four-foot handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's some good stuff. That's good stuff right there. I think, you know, talking about bathroom stuff still and toiletries, soft TP always leaves little fuzzies behind in your butt, unless you shave it or something, I guess. And and rough TP always rips your butt up because it's real rough and stuff. So I'm thinking, like, either way, you're going to leave weird spots inside your underwear, so you might as well just buy the cheap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude that's some funny stuff right there <laughs> hey who thought up suppositories and how did they come to the conclusion that that stuff works man who was like in a boardroom going i think we should take this tylenol and stick it up our asses it'll work better that way at least you don't have to swallow it and have that nasty taste in your mouth <laughs> All right, man. I'm I'm signing off with that one. <laughs> that was inspired to the point of being a demonic possession. Hello. My name is Kevin. People say I'm not very bright. Just because I accidentally burned your house down doesn't give you the right to be rude. I already told you it was an accident. I'm getting tired of the constant accusations and the blame people keep pushing onto me. It's starting to give me a bad reputation. For example, I don't know why people complain about not trusting me when I come over for dinner and offer to help them prepare the meal. It's not like I do it to everybody. That's why it's called a random stabbing. Oh, whew, a 
Okay, I'm back. I'm Mike. Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, Mike. <laughs> oh, you just my. Missed our, you just missed our friend Frankie. Oh, Frankie. Oh, yeah, I haven't thought Frank. about him in a while because, you know, I just, you know, we got Frank who, uh, you know, he was on just the last couple. But Frankie came back, huh? Yeah, Frankie. How back. was he? How was he? He seemed a little upset. Oh, shit. You know, I meant to say something and I just forgot. Well, his agent is literally a guy that lives in a trash can. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch? Yeah. Weirdly oh. enough, you've heard of him. I, I've, I've, I'm very well acquainted with him. Him and his little worm squirmy that looks like a fucking uh, Gibble's cheese puffy. I don't remember anything about a worm, but... You don't remember Squirmy the Worm? In fiction, oh, I don't man. remember Squirmy the Worm, but yes, in reality, I remember him. Okay, I thought we were talking in reality <laughs> no, here. We, we were in fiction still. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Thanks, my bad. thanks for breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. Yes, and what? <laughs> what? <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goofy motherfucker. Son of a bitch. I seem to have messed things up again. Sorry. I was I was always getting in trouble because I spent too much time at the laundromat. <laughs> I Do spent you know a lot what of that's time like in the bathroom and uh, <laughs> missed a lot of classwork and uh coincidentally started a very disgusting habit of only being able to masturbate into urinals um, i don't know it's it's what i like and the other person that i met and i had to escort was uh it was john bon jovi and richie sambora and I don't remember Mr. Sambora saying too much, but I do remember John Bon Jovi is literally one of the most vain and full of himself people that I have ever seen. Normally, the protocol was if we had somebody who was a uh, an, uh, you know famous, a star, a musician, what have you, never let anybody in the lobby, never let anybody in the hallways. You know, people were always kept at an arm's length and a protective barrier around them. Um, of usually a, an obscene amount of space. Like we'd be setting up cones and everything else to stop people from getting towards them. He specifically wanted people to be left in the lobby and he wanted whatever staff happened to be there that day, which was typically two or three people to be human shields uh, and allow the fans to come up to him and, uh, and talk to him. But for us to be there kind of in front of them to stop them from, you know, I guess, tackling him or whatever stabbing him maybe i don't know i wasn't getting paid enough to worry about that shit but um this woman came up and said oh my god this is like a dream and he goes it is a dream are you fucking serious i am dead serious man i almost the the sheer corniness of that statement um i almost choked on it it was oh so fucking ridiculous i was like Wow, how full of yourself do you have to be to to utter those words? Like that is this, this is a dream, and he wasn't like this is a dream for me too. He literally breathily whispered, "It is a dream," at her, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And this woman probably creamed in her fucking pants when he said it. Yep, 
And it was yep. the cheesiest shit I have ever heard in my life. Fucking, what a fucking <laughs> goober. <laughs> You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of that song by Mr. Big. I'm the one who wants to be with you. You know that one? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Waiting on that line just to be the next to be with you. How insultory a fucking song is. That's so de fucking meaning. It is, I'm just. Oh, it's one I of the most demeaning. You knew the pops. words to that shit. Wow. Yeah. Those are the words to that song. He is basically a Mr. Big fan just got a chub right there. Mr. Big, yeah, Mr. Big just like somebody woke, knew. Yeah, someone they just awoke from their little slumber, like, ah, someone has mentioned our name. <laughs> I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> it's like the Pirates of the Caribbean when the gold hits the water, it just sends a shockwave out. Exactly. And the yep. fucking the fucking dude from Mr. Big wakes up, his hair's still red and perfect. And he sits up in bed and he's like, they're talking about us. Is it time? He's like, yeah. Okay, uh, I was thinking I might do a little bit of uh, some stuff that I was thinking about. And, uh, you know, a little stand-up because that other fucking guy was doing stuff. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll be a little better at it. I mean, like, let me start off and just ask, have you guys ever eaten a bag of wood chips? <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's some funny shit right there. <laughs> hey, could you explain something to me? If you're not supposed to drink antifreeze, why do they make it look like ecto-cooler? I mean, it does kind of have a nice sweet taste, too, and very refreshing <laughs> after mowing the grass on a hot summer day. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> you know, uh, you guys don't really see me that often, but I do have an athlete's body hidden in my basement. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm in between like a pro bowler and a sumo wrestler, maybe. I think that would work. And like either way, I figure I have to probably at some point stick my finger in some weird hole and my thumb will pop out and go. So, you know, they're close. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you ever like notice that a lot of us uh really conditioned to read autocorrect stuff like like we understand what stuff like somebody puts in there you know i'm so ducking tired of this we know exactly what they mean right mm -hmm. so the other day my phone messed up what i was trying to type and i was like shirt you son of a birch Quit ducking, changing what I'm typing. This is really pushing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like those jokes? Yes, they were very good. I thought I thought they were pretty good. I, uh, you know, I, I I wrote those while I was waiting. And uh, I don't know waiting? if I did better than the other guy, but, uh, you know, I'll add something in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything funny like about fingerless gloves though i heard that shit and i gotta be honest it made me laugh <laughs> just a little bit but uh i just saw one of those um those new toys for kids and it was called like a poop a lot a poop -a -lot. i don't know who the fuck wants a pet that poops a lot <laughs> it seems like it'd be a lot of work and very terrible <laughs> Well, I'm going to go and uh, and eat some ice cream 
and uh, I'll I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I got pooped but on once. The fact that a bird specifically shit on my index finger was what got me. I got pooped on once. It made me throw up. Or was it on? No, it was on my thumb. That's right. Not my index finger. Of course, that was because it was an elephant, not a bird. And it pooped in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it made you throw up. It was just sheer overload. Well, I mean, it was a lot of poop. You try to swallow anything that size and you're going to throw up. Mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, when I was sucking dicks at the truck stop, I learned that very quickly. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You it's, know, I uh, mean, everybody's got a hobby. That's Yeah, everyone needs to have something to keep them going. And, and <laughs> if for you it's smoking poles down by the uh, truck stop, then, you know. Who am I to judge? I gotta say, the McDonald's back at the truck stop, though, is probably one of the better ones in the area. So, you know, very clean bathrooms. I was gonna say, yeah, it sounds like it was a bathroom issue with you. It usually Yeah, is. I didn't. I wasn't spending time in the bathroom doing anything other than going to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna do, you know, some, some filleting, I mean, you don't need to do that in the bathroom. You can do it anywhere. But it feels right in the bathroom. Um, yeah, maybe, but they don't, they don't lock, so, you know, it kind of... That's the thrilling part. Well, sometimes. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't want to get thrilled, though. Mm. You're just looking for, you know, to get a warm meal in your stomach, and, uh, you know, that's, that's how it is. You got some thirsting for man. A warm meal. And a little baby batter. Uh, I don't feel well. (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure anybody that was listening to that uh doesn't feel well i feel a little sick now i do not indeed fillet truckers at the truck stop near my house no you do it Uh, at your house hey that's that's my business it is but i think that's no 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 that's my business oh oh (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha yeah thank you how do you write that up on your taxes um it's um it's under um entertainment oh wait that's not an expense for me shit because they write it down as entertainment expenses how do i put it on there boy that's a good one um uh oh massage therapy massage therapy yep you just happen to massage a very particular part of the human anatomy with your Mm -hmm. mouth yes (laughs) Sometimes I'll give them the stinky stranger, which uh, is my armpit, and um, I think there's been several people that have really enjoyed uh, my knee skin. Your knee skin. You know, it's it's very soft. I do moisturize. You know, my my knee pit. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it it's pleasurable. Mm. I think. I mean, um, I'm not going to tell you. It's like licking your elbow. I've tried to do it numerous times, but uh, I just can't reach it. So, I'm trying to get on my own knee skin. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, soften that shit up with some shea butter, man. Uh, You know, and sometimes for a little bit of a tropical flair, I'll use uh, coconut oil. Yeah. Oh, coconut oil is not only delicious and good for you, but it also makes a wonderful conditioner for your hair. Your hair. Hair. (laughs) 
He makes water. hair down there. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, when it comes to beauty, health and beauty, I'm your expert. I'm going to teach you, know, you today about, about the rights and wrongs of washing your hair using vinegar and baking <laughs> soda. Now, first of all, you're going to want a good baking soda, okay? So Arm & Hammer is usually your best. And then you want to get that apple cider vinegar. You don't want nothing that's clear, though. You want the stuff that's got the mother in it. That's that web of nutrients, right? So, like, mm. you want to get that stuff. It looks like it's got a little galaxy floating in it. You look in there and saw, like, oh, look at all that stuff floating around there. Take that. You put that in. Yep. You mix that up with the with the baking soda. You rub that all up in your scalp. It's going to go like that mm-hmm, and you're gonna mm-hmm. have yourself you're gonna have yourself a clean scalp you're gonna have a clean scalp and, and it's gonna smell like a salad i give myself a little bit of that there main and tail shampoo when i do it oh yeah um you know and sometimes i will uh i will take and i will go out to the barn and i will shampoo down my my prize stud out there with some of it and uh, I don't tell people this all the time because sometimes my wife likes to use the shampoo and she gets real mad if I get the bottle down too far. I refill the bottle. I'm going to let you figure out how to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. another massage. Another massage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Getting, that old, getting that old fucking beef stick rolling. Couple of black walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I understand that. I'm not sure I want to. Ain't you never looked at horse testicles? No, can't say that I have. Oh, yeah, they look kind of like black walnuts. I see. Except when they first fall off the tree, they're green, but imagine them being black instead. Okay. You know, that's how a real good, a real good um, stud for a horse, you can just feel the heat coming off of his testicles. <laughs> When you walk up on them, I mean, it's fucking, I don't, it's crazy. And I'm like, this guy here, he's ready to breed. I know what's going on there. You know, the heat just rolling off of them walnuts. It's fucking steam. You know what I'm talking about? That is yeah, really horrifying. Is that true? <laughs> don't, don't be scared. Is it true? Don't be scared. I, I mean, it's true for me. <laughs> Uh, maybe you find that your reality slightly different than mine. I don't know, <laughs> you know, uh, because maybe in, in your world, um, uh, horses have, uh, nuts that put off a chill. I don't know. I mean, it, it, chill nuts. it's hard to say. Yeah. 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 I'm like, it, them nuts is chill. Yeah, that's my, you know that's my horse chill nuts. Cause I mean, they'll fucking smother you with them. If you let them, that's them balls is huge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you can't get to the base quick enough and fucking they unloads like a goddamn cannon. <laughs> nut everywhere. Oh, wait, was I, I talking about nuts? And then I said nut. I wasn't the same thing there. That was uh, that was different. Gotcha. Yep. I have been uh, I took a home correspondence course for horse breeding. OK. And uh, yeah, the I was, you know, corresponding with uh with the instructor that they uh, that they said i could contact and he's the one that really it really put me on to that whole heat coming off the nuts thing but it just happens to be for the both of us now when that heat's coming off does it cause like a displacement in the air 
Like when uh, sometimes, depending on what angle you're at, but in order to get to that angle, sometimes you get a little too close to their uh, their balloon knot, and they'll t- the shit right on your forehead. Oh, okay. Shit right on your forehead. And, and uh, let me tell you, if you ever heard that it's good for acne, it is. It's it, it's not true. Mm. So it's how, not true. Is it the opposite? Actually, does it make it worse? Uh, no, it actually doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. Okay. But it does make you real popular with flies. I bet. I flies bet. everywhere, man. Yeah. I'm talking fucking thousands of them. And uh, I tried to see if the same thing was true with my goats. Uh, and uh, I don't know if I ever tell you about my goats. I have one. His name is Totes. No. Totes the goats. Totes the goats. <laughs> Makes me laugh a little bit sometimes when I say his name and I'm out there yelling it to him. Uh, yeah, his, uh, he, he don't like none of that there. I, I touched his, uh, I touched his gunny and he went ahead and fucking kicked me right in the forehead. Mm. I love going to thrift stores just to find bizarre knickknacks and kitschy like stuff. Um, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of finding like. You know, something like like shirts with ironic phrases on them, you know, like stuff like that. Anything, anything that's sort of. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> my, my television, this I have on. I have the TV on in front of me and like this movie just happened to be super, super loud out of nowhere. <laughs> Hold it right there. The guy was screaming. It's it's cops uh, busting some people. I, I don't know, but it got real loud out of nowhere. <laughs> and I, I knew you were going to hear it as soon as you paused. I was like, oh, shit, he heard it. <laughs> How could I not, dude? Turn your goddamn TV down. <laughs> it was so fucking loud. It probably registered on my audio I, I, i'm certain i'm certain that it did on mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it so, did. uh yeah can you do me a favor real mike uh uh real quick mike can you, i am real mike it's true can, can you turn the volume down on your television that was causing some problems with the last recording that's actually I not noticed. my television it's my it's my monitor for me oh, to okay. watch my youngest, but I will turn it down. I can still keep an eye on her. Okay. Is that better? Yes, that's much better. I didn't mean it to sound condescending the way that no, I said it. I was not I was leaning over the edge of my chair, and I'm like, is that better? Because I can't breathe. My fatness mixed with the uh, fatness <laughs> of the chair made me, uh, made me unable momentarily to squeeze out of breath. So it was a fatness sandwich. It was, yeah, between me and the chair. It's, uh, you know, people would pay money to see that. I oh, would yeah, watch, <laughs> watch Mike in the chair fight right, it out. I'll, I'll pass. No, you won't. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You're already envisioning it. It doesn't uh, matter. I, I, did, I didn't realize this came with a subscription to Mike pictures in my inbox every morning. It's, uh, well, you know, now, now you're going to get it. Now it's yeah. going to happen. You're gonna get a seductive picture of me <laughs> with my with my hair all all uh, I don't know a flitter. While after I first get out of bed, when I've got like the morning fro, and uh, you know standing maybe you won't be able to see what I'm scratching, but it'll appear as though I'm scratching something, and you'll be like, yeah, that's a good way to start the morning off. Paint and me then, like one know, of your Sasquatch girls. Hey, <laughs> you know. All right. <laughs> He's got a, you know, he's got, he's got a nice form in the morning. I like it. 
Oh, I love how all those curves just go outward. <laughs> big, big bags under my eyes. Maybe, maybe a hard nipple from a move sticking out. You know, that's it. Mm. Oh. I'm already enjoying this. Earlier, you were telling me something about a llama. Oh, I was telling you about the llama. This is llamas. One of the greatest stories ever told. Is this somehow a Winamp advertisement? (laughs) (laughs) This this is a story that I – this will be my my second broadcast telling of this story, and it really just doesn't get old because this is such a classic timeless tale of boys and a llama. So this cat I used to work with – he and his uh, and his family had a llama. Llamas are pack animals, as as most people know, or herd animals, I should say, not pack because they're not wolves. Uh, herd animals. So, like with goats and with you know animals like uh, ruminants, you like to uh, you like to get them in pairs at least so that they don't get lonely. And this particular llama had lived for years as their pet and didn't have any kind of interaction with any other animals and they got some sheep and stuff and they had them in a pen that was adjacent to uh to where the llama was at and like what happens with llamas when when they can't when they don't have other llamas around and when they can't get their rocks off they go crazy they get what's called like llama madness or some shit like that. There's actually a, it's a real thing. Like if even even if you had like a female that was neutered, as long as that llama can can do the deed, he'll be good. He needs to he needs to he needs to spread his seed in order to, to remain sane. So they get llama boner madness. Yes, llama boner madness. That's okay. actually yes, that's actually the medical term. Okay. I, I I I didn't want to get too highbrow on the story, you know, so people yeah. don't get lost. Yeah. So so this I particular need a llama, desk, physician's desk reference right now. <laughs> <laughs> so this llama essentially busts through the fence, goes over into the pen with the sheep, and fucks a sheep to death. Like fucked it into oblivion. Yes, he killed it. How the fuck does that work? I don't know, and I don't think I ever want to see it. But he apparently just shagged this sheep until there was no more sheep to shag. Wow. I'm assuming you know it just probably had heart attack or something like was that. The sh- was the llama Irish? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I think it was all uh, due to the potatoes and scotch and beer. <laughs> oh, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> So um, <laughs> I'm sure all so, our Irish listeners right now are up in arms. Hopefully, hopefully they have a good laugh and, no, you know, no, say it's something. 10 o'clock. That's after 10 o'clock. They're all drunk. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's it's getting rough up in this in this room. <laughs> so uh, so they uh, they end up calling in like a, a veterinary expert for llamas, I guess. Or, you know, I, I may be overstating. It might have been a guy that knows a lot about llamas. But uh, he looks the thing over and hears about what happened and everything, and he's like, this llama is, you know, it's too far gone. You're going to have to – you're going to have to put it down. It's going to have to be put put down. And he's like, I can, you know, I can come back and, and, uh, and, and like give it an injection. It'll go to sleep. And the guy's dad's like, now nah, fuck no, I have – I have the ability to to take care of this. I don't need you to do that. So his idea is that they should shoot it. So my friend and his uh, and his brother 
get baked and decide that they're going to shoot it. So they go after it with a 38. Now, whether you know a lot about guns or not, you know that a 38 uh, can be somewhat effective in stopping people. But when it comes to animals and shit, it's it's pretty useless. It's kind of just a, a plinking gun for target practice, more or less, and you're going to piss an animal off by doing this. So they, they start shooting it with the 38, and it's essentially really doing a whole lot of nothing but punching holes in this llama. And they run out of bullets, and his brother goes and gets a 22, which is even worse, and starts shooting it with that. So the llama's all riddled with holes, still living, ends up bleeding to death, and dies. My Jesus my uh, my my friend and his brother in their uh, altered state had to bury it then, so they dig a hole and figure it's probably deep enough for them to be able to put the llama into it. And they throw the llama in, and the fucking legs are sticking out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I know the story wasn't really that funny up until this point. So they're they're they're. They're out of their minds, you know, they're, they're fucking, they're tired now, and he's just like, fuck it, man, we're just gonna leave it just like this. Take and, and put dirt in the hole, and leave, you know, leave it the way it is. So their dad comes, gets up the next morning, and is ready to go to work, and he walks out in his yard, and it looks like somebody sprinkled llama seeds in the yard, and the shit started to fucking sprout, there's four legs sticking out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's, that's 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 about the end of the story. I don't I don't really have anything other than that. I mean, obviously they had to take and and, and dig it up and bury it properly after that. But uh, such goes the the saga of the llama boner madness. So nobody <laughs> thought they could just like I don't know jerk the llama off once a week and and kind of just let the llama live. I think that that would have been, uh, you know, uh, maybe a halfway decent. I mean, you could they could have even made him like a little llama sex doll. Or something, you know, just something with, uh, you know, uh, you get yourself a flashlight and and stick it onto a uh, wooden llama rear end and and let the thing go to town. I I, I don't know how that works. I really don't. Supposable I mean, rubberized llama sex dolls. There could be a market yeah. for that, but I yeah. don't think I, the llamas would ever get them. It yeah, did. I was gonna say that there's a market for that, but it ain't it ain't llama uh, driven. <laughs> that's for sure. I have to ask the question, if you're, if no one found out, if no one found out, and actually by answering this, someone find, is finding out, <laughs> but if no one mm-hmm. found out, would you fuck the real doll? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I think just, just for the sheer experience of it and giving my wrist a break. I would, I really would just prefer someone not to complain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, I wouldn't actually, I mean, just having the thing around and and being able to look at it, if it was, you know, up to my standards, I might just, you know, I might not even have to touch the doll. If it was around in my house, eventually I'm going to fuck it. Oh, yeah. You know, eventually I'm going to cave in. I'm going to be like, well, wife isn't home. Uh, This is why she was made for. See, this is why I keep declining Tom's invitations for a sleepover. (laughs) <laughs> well, I can tell you, I slept over many a time, and uh, you know, I'm like, I'm not even going to get into those stories. <laughs> why does my Why do my kidneys in my butthole hurt this time? 
It was the couch, Mike. It was the couch. Definitely the couch. <laughs> Actually, what he was doing is he was pushing on his own face to see how doughy it felt to himself. <laughs> I, was, I was right as doughy. I was puzzled. <laughs> I was a bit puzzled because you did say that my face would be making the noise. And the, the, this is what my face makes. This is the noise it makes. I don't oh, know if you could hear like, that. Masturbating. It, sounds like, it sounds like somebody punching a jar of mayonnaise. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to make of that. <laughs> oh, sick as a dog. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I remember back in the day uh, sitting and and watching the Scrambled Spice Channel Oh, on yeah. our uh, on our cable and trying like sometimes if you squinted just the right way you might get like a half of a screen where you could see the negative image of a boob or something like that and you were like yeah I got some and, yeah. and that if was all lucky, you literally got if you're lucky yeah. for like a second and a half you could see Bush yeah, yeah. totally yeah. occasionally you felt I mean, like you had yeah. beat the system somehow like yeah fuck I did. you. Man, I always thought that if I that if I just played around with the wires on the back of the TV and turned the knob just right, I might be able to unscramble it because obviously that's exactly they, they made a scrambling system that could be defeated by a twelve year old boy <laughs> with 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 a uh, nineteen seventy six Zenith twelve inch black and white TV. Correct, but here, but, yeah. but to, to put it into perspective, what Tom was saying, like you know the 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 era of of scrambled uh, porn on TV was still around in the early 2000s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so we're less than 20 years away. We've gone from uh uh Skinamax and the the Playboy channel to I don't know, I'll just fire up some you porn and just, you know, uh go to town. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's it's I think, you know, uh kids will never will never be able to experience having to sneak into their parents' bedroom to find their dad's playboys, you know, tucked under his uh his jeans in his jean drawer and then having to put them back exactly the same way they got them out and stuff like that. And in the same order. Yeah. If oh, I was yeah. they, if I was a sixteen be. year old kid and I had access to the stuff we have access to now, I'd be jerking off like a zoo monkey. I, I would have the largest forearms in the country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know I would have also had carpal tunnel syndrome at the age of 15. I would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, quarantine, you better believe I'm jerking off every three, or three <laughs> I, to four hours. I, I self-quarantined myself decades before it was necessary. Yep. Mom <laughs> because, said, hey, uh, we need to paint your room. No, thanks. I'm, <laughs> I've already got it done. I already painted the ceiling. It's textured. Don't touch it. Why does it smell like a whipping willow tree in here? I don't know. <laughs> How much asparagus have you eaten? <laughs> oh, my God. People say he did an amazing job as Disney, but I didn't think it was accurate at all. He didn't hate any Jews in any scene in that movie. <laughs> and, and, we, <laughs> and, we, and we know that that's absolutely the way that it was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there was just no moment at, at, at man's <laughs> life where he wasn't like, fucking Jews. 
<laughs> just under under running in his head, just like this line of filth, just running in the, the back of his head. Na- the original name of the ride was "It's a Small World." When I'm trying to find people that I don't hate, that, was, that is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fantastic across from Shelley Long in the Money Pit, though. Oh yes, that see, oh, that's really where he was great was comedy. I, I yes. miss that, the Money that Pit era of comedy was great. That and Splash yeah. and Big and you know it was. But then he did he did do some pretty transformative stuff when he did like Catch Me If You Can, where he started taking on more serious roles. Mm-hmm. You know, I just you know to roll it back to Castaway again. I people say, oh, it's so amazing because he's doing all the acting and and he's playing off of something that's you know just a beach ball. And I'm like, I tried to watch that movie and I was like, I'm not even sure what happened because I fell asleep. <laughs> right. He's like he's talking to an animate object. It's like he's doing a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. He did a great impersonation of Tom Hanks. <laughs> It was good. You mean you mean Wilson the ball, right? Yes, naturally. <laughs> well, at least he's not his son, who I think of as the guy who ruined Dexter. See, now his son was on a show, uh, a sitcom that was on. Uh, I don't know if it's still on or not. I can't remember the name of it. You'd have to look it up. And I thought I thought he was pretty good at that, but uh, I never watched Dexter. So he, he was he came after John Lithgow as the next big bad in the season. Uh, I think it was like season four or five, and he he was uh, he and uh, Edward James Olmos were were sort of. The bad guys. Um, Edward James almost just got a boner because somebody talked about him. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I would share that. I used to be on Miami Vice. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody remembered me. It's too bad she won't live. My whole body of work has come to this moment. (laughs) But he's just walking around being uh, this character that looks vaguely like a sick and and poorly put together version of Tom Hanks. <laughs> he does he does look like a sickly Tom Hanks. He he does. He just yeah. does yeah. looks like someone who was not put in the oven long enough. Wait, so it's <laughs> Philadelphia. So it's so it's Tom Hanks from Philadelphia? <laughs> oh, oh wow. In the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> I've got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That was the whole fucking movie right there. I'm Tom Hanks. Oh, oh my, my god, god, I've got AIDS. The uh, end. Oh, uh, that made me lightheaded. Uh, holy shit. And there wasn't even a single cheesesteak in the whole film. I know, right? Oh my. I, I demand there be more boys to men in this soundtrack. <laughs> Where's Ween? Huh? <sighs> Dead milkman? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh god, I just thought when you say boys to men, I don't know why, but Bone Thugs and Harmony popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at the crossroads and you won't be lonely. <laughs> This, and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Tim Allen have a huge drug problem, and his name was Buzz? 
I don't know. Yeah. Are we seeing? Are we? Are we uncovering some some conspiracy theory stuff for Toy Story now? <laughs> Maybe. Did Did we just do that? That is, you know, you gotta say that Buzz is a great name for a coke dealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that would be the coke dealer that I would trust. Hey, everybody, it's, it's Buzz all in the name. Come on by, I'll give you what you need. You know what you're getting if you go to Woody. Yep. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yep. Yeah. You're getting a uh, a uh, washed down version of the village people that is going to fuck you. <laughs> You're getting the least attractive of the four. <laughs> I was always partial to the construction worker myself, but you know that's that's just me. Theo, I get it. Yeah, you you got it. <laughs> How about the part where Hugh Jackman has testicles on his neck and he goes on a blind date with uh, uh, with Kate <laughs> neck Winslet? Nuts, neck nuts. And it just the gets funny weirder. thing is, we, we have goats that have these little uh, scent glands on their necks that look like nuts, and we've been calling them neck nuts for years. <laughs> you just you just made me so happy with that. And it's Hugh oh. Jackman, so now he's the handsomest goat. Yeah, well, he's also got the greatest set of neck nuts in the world too. <laughs> the the best part is in it when he's uh, when some people come and he knows and he's taking pictures with their baby at his as his neck nuts are just dangling in this kid's face. I am so fucking watching this movie. <laughs> as much as uh, as much as I I know most people associate Hugh Jackman with Wolverine, I think that he looks more like a goat than any other animal. <laughs> Yeah, I can so agree with that. So it really works. He does. He looks a bit like a goat. I've always thought too, if my goats could talk, they'd have a little bit of an, you know, Australian accent to them too. Like, hey, hey mate, neck nuts, me a little bit Come more hay. Get over here, neck nuts. <laughs> Let's have a point together. <laughs> Ah, come here, you! <laughs> oh, I love ya! <laughs> baby, the dingoes took you, baby! <laughs> That's all people ever remember us for anyway. <laughs> that and Forsters. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the barbie. Oh, we have any other, uh, yeah, do we have any other... You call that a knife? Yeah. Do we have any other horrible stereotypes that we can throw while we're at it? I don't know. I mean, what what is uh, the primary spoken language of Australia? Screaming? Have you seen the fucking creatures they have down there? <laughs> and so you know what else I love? Poop. <laughs> I just had to bring it up. Great. That I makes really 20 consecutive episodes. So yeah. Yes! I like Going strong, baby. I like buttered poop. I'm uh, I'm like the fucking Joe DiMaggio of saying poop. You know, I find it real interesting that when you look at it, at a girl, you automatically know she's a girl. <laughs> what were you gonna ask, Tom? I don't even remember. I'm sure it was a delightful question, but I can't remember what it was. Okay, well, uh, that's that's unfortunate. Pretty much on brand for me, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, well, and I I didn't even do the derailing this time. I don't think. No, we just got lost.
Yeah, that's you okay. know, sometimes that's that's the best part is when you get lost, you get lost in the magic of a story. Yeah, and then you have an adventure. Or a stupid joke, or oh my god, what I'm watching now—a kangaroo just fucking came off of a plane. How crazy is that that we were just talking about Australia? And now I see a kangaroo. Wow. Good night, mate. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, right. Crikey. He's talking about the kangaroos. I remember when I saw one out in the bush and I took him. First thing I could think of was that I wanted to stick my fingers up his bum. And when I did, that Joey fucking turned around and punched me right in the eye. Thing was massive, freaky muscular. And I couldn't run fast enough. And then it pinned me down and started fucking me like a crazy llama. Until I was left in a pile of my own piss and blood. But then I got up, and I went and had myself a Foster's, and everything was better. It was the perfect day. It's amazing. <laughs> and that was only Monday. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't couldn't help myself there since I saw it. It's not as great as the bird with one leg that I was uh, enamored by that one episode, but, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I saw that freaking – I saw it was actually on a cartoon. I saw it again the other day, and I laughed my ass off, and the cartoon isn't really even that funny. What was it again? Like I the bird them. kicks – has one leg and then he spits it out later on or something yeah, like, like that. Like you see the bird has one leg and it like, it like barfs and its leg popped out of its mouth. I, I saw, I'm not sure it did the bird eat it. Did, did it suck up through the, the leg hole? I don't know, but that was <laughs> the leg you know, hole. That was how it happened. Yeah. Right in the leg hole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she kicked me right in the oh, leg hole. My leg hole hurts so much. Oh, I oh need my the, God. I need the cream. <laughs> Oh, every, I need the sound. Every single time. Oh. Every single time that kid runs into me, he hits me right in the leg hole. Oh. And then I have to go to the doctor. Oh, God, that was a bad fall. I didn't get my fucking leg hole, Sav. Oh, God. Oh. And he tries yeah. to rub sand on my ass neck. <laughs> now, don't forget your jacket. You catch your death out there. <laughs> Yeah. Don't I, worry about my leg hole. I'll be just fine. Every time you stick your finger in it, though, it makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put your fingers in my leg holes. They're not for you. Well, well, put your pants back on. I have to get those little skin-colored bandages, and I stick them over my leg holes because people always stare at them. <laughs> get your fingers away from my leg holes, you creep. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I also like it when a guy doesn't shave his fucking knuckle hair. It's good stuff. Oh, that knuckle hair just gets me going. <laughs> knuckle hair. And skin tags. Oh. Oh, well, I'm, oh. Your, I'm your huckleberry there. I got so many <laughs> skin tags, I basically look like corn on the cob. <laughs> mm, I'll just go row by row and chew them off. Oh yeah, that's what I like. You give it to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gag a little bit on that one. Especially, that especially when you realize they've been buttered. <laughs> that's not butter. 
<laughs> this that's, guy sweats butter. That's my special sauce. <laughs> it's a little bit of Fumunda cheese. You know, the cheese from under my nuts. Grandma? <laughs> I mean my tits. Sorry. <laughs> you worry about Granny's nuts. All the better to when, fuck you when your labia stick down and it's been so long since you were touched by a man, it fuses back together and looks like you got a little ball bag. All the better to fuck you with, my dear. Sometimes my ball bag gets stuck, you know, to my leg, and I go and I go to walk and I tear the skin a little bit, and I'm like, oh my god, it hurts. You ever step on oh, my, your own ball my bag? My ball bag. <laughs> you ever wear? Of course I have. You ever wear a hole in it? Well, it, it happens from time to time. The cat gets a hold of it. Honestly, and it's the reason it I stopped wearing high heels. Oh, <laughs> I punctured my ball bag with my stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> Never go back oh, to that club again. <laughs> <laughs> I am so offended right now. <laughs> and you should be. You should be. Yes. Oh, talking about ball bags. You come in here and you think you just own this place, and I see you with your shaking hands, and you you clearly you clearly want a drink, and. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like nobody's coming in there. It, uh, you know, the last time I punctured my ball bag, though, all was I could smell was cafelta fish. I don't know. Hey, I got a joke for you guys. What has nine arms and sucks? I don't know. Def Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cold. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the nine arms part. Yeah, I, mean, I actually like Def Leppard, but damn. <laughs> I do too, but that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And every time anybody talks about their drummer, I always think about him playing. Like, the one video that they had, I swear to God, he was wearing, like, a uh, British flag Speedo. Well, he was up there playing, and I'm like, "Oh, that's an image you can't get out of your head." Yeah, nobody wants to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see you and Jack on on fucking Rick Rick Allen's yeah. butt hell. That's, uh... Especially especially when I'm jacking it to the Union Jack because you know <laughs> it's turning me on so much. I didn't understand why. Union jacking it. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. The drummer from Death Leopard's only got one arm. The drummer from Death Leopard's only got one arm. <laughs> He's going to sue us now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you guys take it back. Well, at least he's not the original guitarist. I'm fucking serious. Take it back, you guys. <sighs> Seriously. Stop fucking laughing. That didn't sound funny. like a British accent at all. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Adult Teen Hunger Force, at least how it started. Well, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you mean? Aqua Teen Adult Teen Hunger Force. (laughs) Yeah. Close enough. (laughs) Yeah. Adult Baby Hunger Force. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that sounds like a sounds like an interesting uh, um, concept for a show. You know, a bunch of adult babies. <laughs> yeah, I got I'm an adult teenager. I look kind of like an adult, but I can't grow a mustache, and I'm really angsty all the time. <laughs> or an adult teenager is like someone like from Twenty One Jump Street, who can <laughs> who's an adult that looks like a teenager and is therefore used. As a teenager, I, by certain I organizations, I wasn't thinking necessarily of uh, of the movies either. I was certainly thinking of the uh, the original TV show, you know. And I don't think that they quite called on the actors to to be teenagers quite as much in the show as they did in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never saw the movie, and I never watched the show, so I don't give a fuck. As you get older, people that are listening, uh, if you don't know this, as you get older, your balls will start to hang lower. And uh, your incidence of sitting on your nuts, literally sitting on your nuts, will rise. That is Mm -hmm. one of the most painful surprises you could ever get. Yeah, you don't – that's the first time that happens. The first time you belvedere yourself. um, (laughs) Belvedere yourself. Yeah. We should probably tell that story, huh? I think – yeah, go right ahead. I'm not sure everyone knows that particular idiom, but uh, – idiom? Is that an idiom? Anyway. I think so. Sure. It is um, today. It's a piece of of, of modern folklore. Let's just put it that way. So Adam Sandler used to be occasionally on the uh, show Mr. Belvedere an 80s sitcom about a kindly British gentleman who cared for two boys who were part of a rich family. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he dispensed his grandfatherly like wisdom to them and cooked and cleaned and was generally a nice guy. And in this um, one episode meeting where they were doing a writer's meeting, everyone comes into the room um, and he walks in, he goes, good morning, everyone. And he sits down and immediately goes, oh, and, <laughs> and then is taken to the hospital because he sat on his testicles so hard that he had to be taken to the emergency room. <laughs> and that is collo- colloquially known as the Belvedere. Yep. So, and, and like uh, I said, the yeah. older you get, the more frequently it happens. And that's... Like uh, how how are you surprised by something that's attached to your body and accidentally sitting on said body part? I'm not absolutely sure of the uh, semantics of it, but uh, it it'll it'll surprise you. It will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it will. Yeah, and it was not a pleasant surprise. Um, it's uh, well, I mean, you know, you try it sometime. Take your dick and sit on it. Yeah, you well, take your balls I'm, and sit on yeah. them. Try it. If yeah. you can get them that low, because, you know, you young guys, man, that shit's on like a fucking spring release. Just let it go. Boom. It goes right yeah. back into place. Everything's fine. Anybody You're who good. rides motorcycle or uh, motorcycle, especially, I mean, I find that uh, during motorcycle riding season, that's my peak Belvedere time where, uh, you know, a sudden uh, quick stop will cause you to slide forward on the seat and your balls stay in one spot while the rest of you moves over top of them. <laughs> and you end up, yes, you end up sitting on them frequently. Mm. So mm. it's just it's just another good reason to ride safely. Maintain a safe following distance. Don't, uh, you know, go over the speed limit, stuff like that, just for the sake of, of not belvedering yourself. Yeah, wear a cup. 
<laughs> you know, uh, cups in and of their own right, they're supposed to be there to protect your nuts, but somehow or another, flesh always finds its way into the area between the cup and your groin, and then you end up getting hit in said cup, and it ends up pinching off part of your skin. Uh, and it, it cups, I, I think you probably Ooh. get injured less than you would if you had taken a shot directly to the jewels, but it, uh, it definitely hurts. Yeah. It still hurts. Ouch. I, I, I had, uh, I was playing hockey one time and I took a shot off the inside of my thigh and there was padding there and everything, but I seem to remember my nut getting pinched by my cup at the same moment. So it was kind of a double whammy. Mm. yeah mm. not not a good time not a good time thankfully the bean wasn't in the in the pod in that particular area it was just skin but uh <laughs> you know that it was bad that's, enough that's still pretty bad yeah yeah that's still really bad the bean was in wasn't in the pod yeah you know well, you know what i'm talking about there you ever lose it up there once you ever have that happen to you where it gets stuck up inside you for a little while and you don't know what the fuck happened to it and then it comes back later I feel like uh, I probably have had that happen before. Um, you know, not I mean, obviously, in, not I have, since childhood. Yeah. I mean, not as an adult. I don't think that's ever happened. I no. think if you lose your testicle up inside your body as an adult, that's caused to maybe visit the doctor. Yeah, you've probably got something terribly wrong there, like a giant hole somewhere where it's not supposed to be, or a hernia, or maybe you just uh, suffer from from tiny lima bean syndrome. It could be your balls are smaller than the holes. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. it's got to be careful. You don't sit on your nut and accidentally shoot one of them out. I don't know. You know, the thing is, really, when you think about it, the body is very mysterious. <laughs> it is extremely mysterious. Why does it work the way it does? Let us go on that voyage of self-discovery. Yes. Just not, not here. <laughs> not here. We're not doing that right now. That's that's not going to be this episode. OK. Mm-mm-mm. Not not going to mm. self-discover here. OK. All right. Are we going to hold that for episode 69? Uh, yes, I think 69 should be the one that that all comes. 69 is going to be the raunchiest, dirtiest, just vulgar episode you could possibly just, imagine. Just nothing but cum-soaked ball sacks. Yeah, man. Dudes gruffly pumping in fuck ditches with meat canes. You know, it's going <laughs> to burly loads of steaming bone slop. That's what it's going to be. I don't know if you remember that whole thing that I, I used to say when I was younger. It was the first uh, advertisement that I had seen for a mag, for a dirty magazine. It was like an advertisement in there for, I think, for like the next episode or something. And it was like <laughs> pages and pages of, uh, of um, fuck canes gruffly pumping in fuck ditches. Or meat canes fuck, gruffly pumping in fuck ditches or something like that. And, and blowing forth burly loads of steaming bone slop. You know, and I was like, that sounds like something that I'd be interested in. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to try that. Well, I mean, there is the all up in your butt song. <laughs> of course. That, Classic. That I just I just so I just discovered Fruity Loops one day. Fruity Loops, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, is a, a sequencer, a music sequencer. And I didn't really know how to use it. I didn't have the the audition suite that I have now, um, you know. And I didn't have like I didn't know how to use multi track mixers and stuff like that, which tells how you really compose music electronically or master it in any digital way. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, is by taking these different tracks and layering them over each other and then making it all work. I was doing everything in a sequencer, including my vocals, um, which is a really weird way to do it, but I didn't know any better. <laughs> and uh, one day I just came up with this little beat. And it was and I started singing under my breath all up in your butt and it just became this thing it's like why don't y'all stick it all up in your butt why don't y'all stick it all up in your butt and and then it just became a song and then I had pulled back to my old stuff and found this freestyle rap that I had done um and I don't know if I can remember the whole thing, but I'm going to try. This is like a, an episode of VH1 Behind the Music. Yeah, yeah. Or an episode of Song Exploder. Yeah, there you go. Um, let me tell you, motherfuckers, about a man named McGee. Stupid motherfucker, he could never get to sleep. I would like to tell you a story, because I can bleed. And I would like to kick you in the motherfucking teeth. And I would like to slap you like a little piece of ham. And whack you all around the room and fuck you like a man. And that's the first verse. How's the second verse I go? I swear you did this in one of you the previous call, episodes. I did. I yeah. did, but I'm trying to go beyond it. You may call me Rufus. You may call me Relila. You may kick me in the button, in the nose, and in the hiney. You can uh, – what is it? You can, you can whack me something, 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 or fuck me till I'm bald. You can even put me in a vat of cold slaw. I don't really give a shit. I don't really care. I don't give a fuck about the man inside my underwear. Actually, I do. He's really quite annoying. It's rather disconcerting when he's reaching through my drawers looking for some money. <laughs> Thank you. 
Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah.